Louise McSharry on 2FM. Uh, most of us got to know Emer O'Neill through Homeschool Hub, where she was one of the much beloved teachers. Now she is also a presenter on the Today Show on RTE1 and an author. Her new book, The Same But Different, channels her experience of growing up in Ireland with brown skin. The book aims to help kids in Ireland to see and celebrate difference. Emer, how are you going? I'm going great, thank you. That was a really, really well put together explanation of the book. Oh, well, <laughs> the first thing everyone asks me, like, what's it about? And I'm like, well, it's about, but I'm like, I really liked what you did there. I think that's exactly right. And it's it's about celebration. That's what it's all about. It's about celebrating uniqueness, celebrating difference, not seeing things that are different to what you know as a barrier, but instead to be celebrated and that uniqueness is just such a wonderful thing because what a boring place the world would be without it. Yeah, that's it. And I suppose it's a beautiful book and um, I'm delighted to have it to read to my son. Um, And the illustrations are gorgeous as well. The thing that I was thinking as I was reading it is how different it is really, I suppose, to the message that I would have gotten as a child from my mother. Because I suppose we were kind of taught at one stage not to acknowledge difference when it came to race in particular. That, you know, everyone is the same. We're all the same. We're all the same. That was kind of the line that would have been given to me. But of course, we know now that that's not the way to go, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Um, and you're dead right. Uh, like I, I would have kind of heard that rhetoric a lot. You'd even hear if a child pointed out somebody with a disability, you might hear a parent say, oh, no, 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 don't bring attention to that, which is actually really not the right way to go about those kind of things, I, I, I believe. And the person in that position is actually made feel more awkward um, and ostracized than anything when actually they would probably like to talk about you know, and talk to a child and explain what their disability is or whatever it may be. So I, I feel like it's it's quite similar too in, in the sense of we would have a tendency to not address, the, you know, the saying, not address the elephant in the room, right? I'm not referring to myself as an elephant, but <laughs> a person of colour that's in a room yeah. that a child, let's say, might look and see that they look different and want to express interest, you know, yeah. or ask a question and we would sometimes kind of squash that um, inquisitiveness um, when really it should be something that you should be free to be able to talk about. I think silence is what is continuing the lack of education and uh, if you don't mind me saying so, ignorance. Um, You know, and I just, I I, I know everybody is, is different and you see this is the thing, this is why I think we need to be respectful of everybody. You know, I've talked quite at length about the question of like where are you from and I think sometimes that message gets skewed because it's not the question that's the problem I have no problem talking about where I'm from like I love Bray my hometown I'm extremely proud Irish woman but my I think the issue is that when somebody is asked where they're from the first answer that they give is not the one that's accepted and yeah. they're further questioned on yeah but like where are you actually from where you're really from yeah. until they try and find like your ethnicity your background your heritage well yeah because is, that's that's the real question isn't it the real question is yeah. why yeah, why exactly. are you that colour <laughs> like that's exactly. really what people exactly. are asking yeah exactly exactly and that's different that is not the same as wanting to be educated or wanting to understand and you know understand other cultures that's that's not the same thing no. you know yeah. um, I respect people that come to me with questions like so you know I, what is the thing with the hair right mm. people have come to me and said that and I'm like thanks for asking okay let's talk about hair so hair in 
you know, in African African descent has been huge. Hair is it was a way of knowing who who a person was, whether they were married, their status, their religion, their tribe. Mm-hmm. It was a means to be closer to God, you know, with height and volume, you know, with mm-hmm. our afro. Um, and then in context also of slavery. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that was done when people were taken from the continent was their hair was cut, mm. shaved, right? So that was their that was part of their religion, their tribe, their heritage, mm. their their person. Um, so hair for people of black ancestry and black um, heritage is is so huge. And you then you know fast forward, you know four hundred years, mm. and you think of all of the the negative nappy hair, all these negative connotations that are are related to Afro hair. Mm. It's messy, it's unprofessional, you know. So hair is huge for a person of of colour, a, a person with Afro Afro texture hair. It's 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 part of who they are and it's there's a huge history behind it. Mm. And that's and, and a lot of people might not know that, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. totally understandable. But this is where the education comes in. This is where the questions come in. Yeah. And why, you know, why so sensitive about your hair? It's just hair. I think maybe after hearing what I've just said, you can kind of step back and say, wow, okay, geez, yeah. I didn't actually look at it like that. Yeah, there's a cultural um, context that has to is. be acknowledged. And, you know, yeah, I would have grown up with people making fun of my hair. You yeah. know, I was always very ashamed, very embarrassed of my hair. If you look at any pictures of me, growing up um like right up and I when I, I say growing up I mean right up until like my 30s my hair is always in a ponytail or in braids mm. or I have fake hair extensions in <clears throat> I never wore my hair natural nobody in my family ever saw my hair out none of my friends nobody mm. I just didn't do it I was ashamed of it mm. I you know um and it's been a journey for me of like you know self kind of love and <clears throat> appreciation for my heritage mm. and who I am um that has gotten to me, gotten me to a point where I now wear my hair out. And yeah. One of, you know, being on the Today Show was one of the things that was really important to me. I wanted to wear my Afro hair, yeah. you know, um, and it was important to me that I was able to work with hairdressers that understood my hair and w- wanted to learn more. And, yeah. and, I, and I've been able to have that and it's it's huge. I can't quite express how huge that is because I'm actually more used to having my hair done by by people that don't know what they're doing yeah. and I end up having damaged hair or you know it just looks not great yeah, you know because yeah. our it's, hair texture is very different you know and it, yeah and it's it's great isn't it to know that there will be lots of girls with afro hair around the country who'll be able to see you on tv and of course who saw yes. you on tv during homeschool hub like all of that exactly. stuff is so important isn't it oh it's so important I'm telling you if I was young when I was younger and I and I had seen you know somebody with their afro hair um an Irish woman or girl or person I just it would have it would have been huge for me it would have yeah. given me even the idea to maybe start to love my hair a bit more maybe I would wear my hair out I'd see that person and say you know like she looks actually kind of cool like I, I like that yeah. you know and it, you, just, you do need that representation mm. without us unbeknownst to ourselves when you see, you see yourself represented around you all the time doing great things it's not you but it could be you yeah and but if you put your feet in the shoes of someone else where you're not represented and you're not seeing yourself possibly doing all of these great amazing things um it's that that can be very difficult mm. and I think unless you've had to actually stand back and think about that what that's like to mm. not see yourself represented mm. in your in your world you know mm. I know we're a predominantly white country that's 
obviously, you know, but we also are quite diverse as well. Mm. So I think it's kind of high time that that diversity that we have in our country, which is getting more and more diverse, needs to be reflected yeah. in other aspects of of our of our of our country. You know, within yeah. the media, within in politics and government and education and you know that kind yeah. of way just I think it's important it's important for kids to see themselves yeah. you know represented across well, the board I suppose that's why it's it's great that we have this book now because you know representation in children's books is also very important yeah. and it's been yeah. interesting listening to you talk about your your experience and your journey for want of a better word with your hair yeah. um, it, you know it makes perfect sense because of course the girl Emer in the book yeah, Emer. yeah is also she struggling with her afro hair yeah and yeah. kind of being oh, made fun of because yeah. um, you know when I got my the first uh, yeah, prototype or the first version of it back, I said bigger, <laughs> bigger what? I'm like bigger hair. It needs to be bigger. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm, I'm proud of the book and um, the responses so far have been lovely, and that's huge because obviously I put a piece of myself out there, and yeah. I, I love it. But I don't know how other people will feel about it. But I just hope it can be a means to start conversations. They're difficult conversations and we don't always have the tools to talk about these subjects. So I hope this can be something that will help us in in those conversations, help parents maybe in schools even start that conversation. Just the the awareness of it all, you know, and the message, I mean, throughout the book is it's for everyone. It's not for people of colour. It's it's for everyone. Yeah, and that that really comes across. Yeah, Yeah, that really comes across. Good. Okay, that's great. I like that. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, no, it okay. does. It does because I mean I think you know, and we said it at the start of the conversation as well. Like you know, I have it with my son. My son is about to turn five, and I have it with okay. him all the time. You know, if we we saw, for example, we were out one day and we saw um, a teenage boy who had a prosthetic leg, and I yeah. could see my son staring. And yeah, I didn't want to yeah. tell him not to look because that feels wrong right. as well. So <laughs> I kind of let him stare and he was like, Mom, Mom, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, but you're like, yes. Okay, so this is a moment for learning. Yeah. This is a time for growth. Yeah. And you, but you do have the panic because you don't want to say the wrong thing. And, you know, yeah. he's, I said, Did you notice his leg? And he said, Yeah, I think he might be dressed up like a robot. And I said, oh, <laughs> I said, I, Well, I know, exactly. And for him, the, uh, being a robot is, you know, potentially the best thing you cool. could possibly be. Um, yeah, absolutely. But but it was an opportunity for me to say no. That's those are just his legs, and you know some people have two legs, and some people have one legs, and, and some people don't have legs at all. And and okay. I feel very lucky that we're living in a time where we know that acknowledging difference is actually yeah. m- way more powerful than pretending we're all the same because we're not. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, that's a beautiful quote that should be taken and used. That, that was fabulous. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like, it really is. But that oh. is so true, you know? And it's so important that that message is spread near and far. And, you know, and I think that that will make all the difference. I really do believe that. Well, I think that your book is going to play a huge part in that. And I'm so grateful to have it myself for my family. It's called oh. The Same But Different by Emer O'Neill. Emer, how are you feeling about the Today Show kicking off this week? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually in Cork at the moment um, and... Um, we were doing a bit, you know, so it's real now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got the news like two months ago and it just seemed so far away that it was like, you know, I don't know, it's not a tangible thing. Yeah. Um, but now I'm in Cork. I have my goonas ready to go. I've, you know, it's I'm getting amped up and I'm so excited. It's yeah. got to be great. I absolutely love the family there at 
uh, or in Cork. They're, yeah. they're really great people. It's just a really nice uh, environment to work in. Everyone is so supportive. So, like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's so, it's a great place to grow and to feel confident because obviously it's a big thing. Like, I mean, this is only on Monday. The Monday show will be only my third time ever being on live TV, you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the deep end. I'm in the hot seat, as they might say. Yeah. Um, but I have Dahi by my side. Uh, he's solid super guy and yeah. just, um, just brilliant he's been a great mentor for me to be honest um, so I'm, I'm in great hands and mm-hmm. I know that you know I know he's got my back Asher look all so, you can do is your best and everybody's on your side so I'm sure it's going to oh, be brilliant yeah. and you'll by the end of the week you'll probably be an old pro Oh, I don't know. Look, <laughs> best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> best so of luck, Emer. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, have a great one and best of luck on Monday. Cheers. Louise McSharry on 2FM.